Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. I was going to ask you whether or not you think we are at peak rates, but... Is, is, is the better question is, I don't know, how low do we get in the next cycle? Uh, well, you know, uh, the one thing I'm confident about is that I don't know. But uh, I think that rates may go a little higher, hmm. but not terribly much higher, hmm. or not. There's substantial progress being made against inflation, and that's what matters. The, the economy is producing mixed signals, but at least inflation is well down from the peak and uh, things are performing well. So uh, you would say, I would say that maybe a little higher or maybe not. You've been known not to give your macro forecast, right. although very recently you've, you've made something similar, which right. is right. the thesis that, that sea change has come yes. and that the next 10 years will be very different. Very different from the last. Yeah, and underscore the premise yeah. there. And what, yeah. what do I do with that information? Well, uh, if you came into this business since 1980, which covers almost everybody, you've only seen either declining interest rates or ultra-low interest rates. You have to go back into the 70s to have seen a different climate, which I fortunately did do. Um, and uh, I believe that the this monotonic decline of interest rates is over. Number one, there's not much room for a further decline. And number two, I think uh, the Fed probably understands that, uh, that it kept rates too low too long and that there was a negative consequence, certainly in terms of inflation. So, uh, you know, I think the important thing is that, uh, and I said in my memo C change, which was published in December, that uh, I don't believe in forecasts, especially my own, but I'm willing to say that for the next decade, the Fed funds rate is more likely to be between two and four mm. than between zero and two. That's as far as I can go. But, and, and I only say that uh, directionally to indicate my belief that the period of ultra low rates is over. And let's say, let's assume that's correct. Do I have any business then being in the equity market? What does it mean for not not so much investment strategies, but you know where you want to park the bulk of your money because equities have been rewarded substantially yes. over the last fifteen. Yes. Um, look, you you as as Warren Buffett always says, you don't want to desert the U.S. or the U.S. economy or I think the corporate sector, and and uh, uh, you know the S and P has given a ten point two percent return every year on average for the last century. Hmm. You don't want to give up that. Right now, it looks like you can get equity type returns from credit. A little below 10 for what we call liquid credit, mm -hmm. stuff that's tradable every day, and well above 10 perhaps for uh, private credit, which is not tradable. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the point is that, uh, you know, uh, 21 months ago, 
Today, high yield bonds yield in the nines. Uh, 21 months ago, they were in the fours. Hmm. Uh, when they're in the nines, you can invest in them uh, with high expectations, competitive with equities, and more than sufficient to meet most organizations' needs. Hmm. Private credit uh, returning in the low double digits uh, or more, well, that's obviously very, very competitive. But, uh, you know, uh, equities, or what equities have that, that credit doesn't have is the ability to surprise on the upside. Right. And y you find uh, some great, great, great growing companies in your portfolio, uh, you'll be sorry if you weeded them out. Although the other side to that is credit is also higher up the capital structure. Yes. That, that, that's an obligation yes. too. So my question there would be, you know, for longer term investors, let's say have, they have to match your liabilities for 30 years. Insurance companies come yes. to mind as well. Yes. Is the proposition fixed income and not equity markets? Because equities tended to give you longer term returns more consistently. Right, uh, with variation. Mm. But uh, in credit, you can't tie up anything for 30 years. You know, a, a long maturity nowadays is seven years or something like that. <laughs> so you can invest today and get a, a rate for seven years, but then you have no way of knowing today what rate you'll reinvest in seven right. years from now. So this is why we don't go 100-0 or 0-100. Mm. Uh, that's why there will always be a place for equities, but I think now there's a much better place for credit than there has been uh, at, at, at most times in the last uh, 14 years. Would you go above 50%? Would you say majority is apt? So the question is, uh, the, the, the biggest potential catch in becoming a credit investor is that you uh, reduce the likelihood of downside, but you give up the upside of equities. So the question is, how do you and your organization feel about that trade-off? If I say to you, I think I can get you uh, 9 per to 10% through a balanced portfolio of credit uh, over the long term, quite dependably. If you say, that's great, I love that, maybe you do 75% of your portfolio. Okay. If you say, I want to still make sure that I have exposure to the upside of equities, uh, then, you, you, then you say maybe uh, 50 or 40. Here's my question though, this is a relatively new asset class. Yes. Or operation, private yes. credit. What happens when we get a recession? I can't think of a recession since this, this whole began. So right. what happens then? Well, that's right. Uh, I mean, private credit as an asset class really has existed since 2011 and it hasn't been tested by a real recession. We had one bad quarter mm -hmm. in 2020 because of an external reason, the pandemic, not internal economic reasons. So, uh, you know, um, it all it's going to vary because some people do good credit analysis, some people do bad credit analysis. The ones who do good credit analysis uh, perceive the risks accurately and demand a, a commensurate margin of safety should do quite well. Hmm. Uh, and they may have a default rate of uh, a couple percent a year in their portfolio and uh, lose half their money in those situations. Well, two, if you have 2% default rate and you lose half your money, you lost 1%. Obviously not a significant number. Hmm. Bad credit analysts, bad managers will have higher uh, default risks, uh, default rates, and lower recovery, so they could lose uh, several percent, which would make it an unsuccessful strategy. 
success is more than a destination. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.